get started, I'm going to hand out a bunch of highlights. I want everyone to wait for a second. Okay, anyway, so I'm going to hand out a bunch of. You want to do it for me, Sean? Make sure it's. So we're just going to hand out a bunch of party poppers for everyone to to grab one. So. All right, so does everyone we'll just stand up for this? So just, once you get your party poppers, stand up. Now, we're going to try and do a Mexican wave, but with party poppers. So when I point, I want you to go, you know what I mean? And then when I get around, when I get around to you, don't pull, don't, don't pull on the string. Do not, do not touch the string. Did anyone already break theirs? Okay, who broke theirs already? Oh, my God. Uh, who, who, who's else? Okay, we're out of party poppers, so you're just gonna, just pretend, just, just, just pretend you've got, you've got a, one. Okay, so all right, we're gonna start again. So everyone ready? Everyone ready with their popper? Okay, you ready? All right, we'll start from calm. Okay, ready? Go. Can we keep going? Go. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so. Why? Why didn't anybody pop their popper? Okay, so this is a classic example of something that 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 didn't work. That is defective for the purpose that they were called to be. So, so, so the title of my message is being effective or defective. So I'm just going to let you know that. The party poppers were rigged. I've made them all this out. I just disabled them all so that none of them could actually pop. But so as you can see that the party poppers weren't, they weren't doing the purpose that they were called to be. So they were defective party poppers. And who wants that? You know, that's boring. We could have had an awesome wave. But no, we couldn't. So, um, so now I wanna, I've got some photos that I want to put up. I'm sure you've all seen these. But there, you had one job. So you, um, so you have one job and yet you still weren't able to do that one simple job. <laughs> okay. Oh, there you go. So we've got, we've got one, so you know... If anyone doesn't know, that's not the flag of China. Oh, that's right. We, we get the picture. So, um, so I'm going to. So I'm going to read from Jeremiah 52, 1 to 10. So Jeremiah 52, 1 to 10. If you all want to like get that on your Bibles, whatever we do have Bibles anyone wants one, they can get passed around. So, so I'm just going to read that. So Zedekiah, um, that's, that name is pronounced a lot in this thing, but I don't want to have to say it heaps of times. I'm just going to call him Z. Is that all right? Yeah, so yeah, this is the time we got the pictures up. 
get that one for my face. <laughs> okay, so so that, that's it. So I'm going to read, yeah, so Jeremiah 52, 1 to 10. So as you know, I'm just going to call, refer to Zedekiah as Z, okay? We've got that, Z, Zedekiah, okay? So Z was 21 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother was Hamutal, the daughter of Jeremiah, but Z did what was evil in the Lord's sight. These things happened because of the Lord's anger against the people of Jerusalem and Judah until his final banishment from the presence and sent into exile. Z rebelled against the king of Babylon. So on January 15th, during the ninth year of Z's reign, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon led his entire army against Jerusalem. They surrounded the city of and built sage ramps against the walls. Jerusalem was kept under sage until the 11th year of Z's reign. But, until, but July 18th, in the 11th year of Z's reign, the famine in the city had become very severe and the last of the food was entirely gone. Then a section of the city was broken down and the soldiers fled. Since the city was surrounded by the Babylonians, they waited before nightfall. Then they slipped through the gates between the two walls behind the king's garden and headed towards the, the Jordan Valley. But the Babylonian troops chased King Z and overtook him on the plains of Jericho. For the men had all deserted him and scattered. Wow, who knew the Bible was such a, a story? So then they captured the king and took him to the, the king of Babylon. Um, then there the king of Babylon pronounced judgment upon Z. The king of Babylon made Z watch as he slaughtered his sons, and he also slaughtered all the officials. Then he gouged out Z's eyes and bound him in bronze chains, and the king of Babylon led him away to Babylonian. <laughs> Z remained there in prison until the day of his death. So the end is pretty gruesome, but, you know, um, what I want to go back to is I really want to focus on chapter set, verse 7 and 8. Now, when it says, then a section of the city walls were broken down and all the soldiers fled. And, but the Babylonians' troop chased King Z and overtook him on the plains of Jericho for all the men had deserted him and scattered. Now, I'm not an expert, not claiming to be an expert in people that, you know, protecting kings or whatever, but I'm pretty sure in protecting your king or being a, like a soldier or guardian of your king, it doesn't involve letting your king get captured. Like, do you know when you'll play a game, like have you played treasure at school? could be called something different but like your aim is to get the other team's balls yeah like you, your aim you're not just going to let your, your things get unattended because then people are just going to grab it like it's like that you're not just going to let your king oh yeah just, we're, we're under attack but i'm just going to let you roam out in your own like that's even i know that and i'm not a guard like you know you, that's not the aim of the game to let your king get captured but um and so in the story, the, king, the guards had one job, and that was to protect their king, which they weren't able to do. So they were being defective in the job that they were meant to do, not effective. So I've just got two points in, in how we, because as Christians, if you don't know, we have one purpose in life, and that is to be fruitful and make disciples of like men. And so we have that one job, and are we as Christians being effective or are we being defective? So I've got to send two points tonight that I want to really focus on and say these are things that we can't 
if we want it to be effective, we, we have to be able to follow sort of these points. So is our aim to make ourselves look good or to make God look good? So um, as you can see, when it says the sit, then section of the city walls were broken down and all the soldiers fled. As you see, when they were put pressure and when the guards had pressure on them, they fled and didn't want to stay and fight. Um, and that comes down to the thing where they obviously weren't there to protect the king. They were trying to do it for themselves and try and protect themselves from what was about to come. And so I want to read this in Matthew 16 to 24. If any of you want to be my followers, you must give up your own life, your own way. The guards, they saw, they already saw an impossible like fight. To, they, they knew they weren't going to win because they were already in famine. The Babylonians had surrounded them. So they really, they had no hope in winning. And they were only concerned about surviving for themselves. They weren't there to protect the king. They weren't there to protect because they had no motivation to. They didn't have any desire. They were only focusing on themselves, not on their king. Like we as Christians, we should be focusing on making God look good, making bringing the glory to God, not always focusing about on if people think we're going to look weird or if people think they're going to judge us for what we do if we go to youth. Like if someone asks you, hey, what did you do on Sunday? And you just go, oh, you know, I just had lunch with my mum. Like, and avoiding saying going to church. That's where we're being like the people, troops that just ran away. Because so, and so to be an effective Christian, our goal needs to be to plummet the numbers going to hell and to populate heaven. You know, we, our goal needs to be saying, because the, and the harsh reality is that people that don't know God, they, they are going to hell. And our purpose is to get people to go to heaven and go, God is the way, God is the life. So, and my second point is, are we where God wants us to be or are we where we want to be? So, in the story, I'm quite a competitive person. So, I don't really like being on the losing team. I don't really think, who likes being on the losing team? Yeah, no one. No one likes to be. We all want to be winners. Secretly, deep down, we all want to be winners. So I personally wouldn't want to be on the on Z's team because he's losing already. So he's got the where Babel, the Babylonians had the upper hand. So, um, but the thing is, is that in order to be the effective guards, they need to be with their king no matter what. That even if we're getting persecuted or put down, in we, no matter what, because God can put us in situations that we don't want to be in. We might not feel qualified. We not, might be uncomfortable. But that's we're called to be there, and that's where we are in order to be effective people and effective in bringing the word of God to people around us. Yeah. So we have no hope in being effective if we are on the opposite side of where God wants us to be. So. The, the team here, like Zep, Zedekiah, had no chance of winning if he didn't have his troops with him. And as you can see, he didn't because he was captured. Without his guards, he was useless and had no hope. And that's the same with God. He can't bring his word to people and his hope and his love to people without us because we are his hands and feet on this earth for him because he can't do that. So I want to read um, Matthew 20. 22 to 23, so it says, so this was when um, these, this lady comes up to Jesus and saying how, can my two sons be, um, like, come be your right-hand man? And then Jesus replied, and they, 
And he said, are you willing to drink from the bitter cup of suffering? And the lady said, and they said, oh, yes, they replied, we are able. But Jesus told them, you will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right, right or my left. My father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. So it comes down to we are able to do many things in life. We can smoke. We can jump in front of a moving car. We can jump off a cliff. You know, there's so many things we can do, but it doesn't mean it's good for us or where we are called to be. If we're someone who's really good at technology, there's no point being out church serving, out on welcome team when you are actually meant to be, like your gifting is with technology and that's where you're going to be most effective. Because So we are able to do so many things in life. Like we, we have the ability to do things, but it doesn't mean that's our strong point and where we should be. So I want to challenge you tonight. So we don't want to be people that are just able. We want to be people that are doing the thing we are anointed at. So I want, I've got another photo now that I want to do. Um, they're, so they're, they're, they're a little twist on the you had one job, right? So but these ones, if Pete can get it up, these ones say you had one job but you nailed it. So do we want to be someone that is someone that you had one job and you completely failed, destroyed, you did not do that job? Or do we want to be the person that said you did it and you have completely just nailed it like Fall out of the park. Like you've done an amazing job. And the only way we can be people that can nail our job is if we're in the place we are called to be, the place God has chosen for us, not the place we are just able to be in. So, so now I want to hand out. Are we going to try and do this Mexican wave again? We're going to try and do this Mexican wave again. See once we all get it, and we'll tr- this time we'll see if it can be. Yeah, both rows will just go at the same time and just go. Yeah, yeah. So um, this time we'll see whether our Mexican wave will be an effective one or a defective one. Okay. So everyone got him. Okay. So you ready? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so is everybody ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah, front and back at the same time. All right, you ready? All right, ready? Oh, okay. So as you can see, this time, the party poppers were able to fulfill their purpose. So, what it, you know, they were able to pop like they meant to on the packet. So this time, they were effective, not defective ones. Yeah, not sabotaged. So remember, every time you even see a party popper or whatever, just remember, we are called to be effective, not defective Christians. It, um. So, yes, I'm just going to pray and then that's going to be the end. So, um, God, thank you for the time we are able to share. Start to reveal to each and every one of us the gifts that you've given us so that we can become effective, not defective Christians.